I'm the kind of person that loves asking questions and constantly looking for response. I call myself the walking Google search. And let's get into then bringing this product into stores that when I'm in stores, I can actually get really frustrated when I can't find a staff to help me out. So that's how I love your product. It enables brands to put a voice brochure next to the product in stores, shelf talk for customers to get, as you say, quick and relevant information. For example, if I'm standing and figuring out which shampoo I want, which one is best for my hair? And also I read on your website regarding the mood entertainment case study where research shows that in-store shoppers who listen to a music sample were 400% more likely to buy the CD. So tell us about this and the case study and the research findings. So Jasmine, this is really in your sweet spot, I know. Um, and you've done all sorts of studies about ambient sound and stuff like that. But we were approached by this, com this company called Somerset Entertainment. And uh, they created these uh, very uh, high, high touch uh, kiosks that would go into card shops and other places in the days that people were buying uh, CDs, music CDs. And uh, many of them had uh, the, the headphones and you would go in and you would be able to sample before you purchased, uh, whether it was meditation sounds or holiday sounds or nature sounds. And uh, they wanted to expand uh, into the big box retailers like the Costco's and the Walmarts. Um, and to do that, what they had the idea is, could we have a self-liquidating display? Meaning to say that this thing was so inexpensive, but nonetheless retained the ability to uh, provide the information and the musical environment uh, that at the end of the day, when you've sold out of all the CDs, you can almost return it to the company or uh, just dispose of it. And, and the other thing that they found was that they are very high touch uh, music sampling displays broke a lot. And the expense of having to send in reps to fix them was expensive. So we basically created uh, this unit here that's behind me. Um, and uh, we just made the module. Uh, and it has a very uh, straightforward touch panel behind it. And uh, you can literally sample all of the sounds. Um, we used to ship the uh, module itself by ocean, uh, and then we created a little uh, not a little chip, an IC that would go in. So last minute, they could air these minuscule little things that would have the music programmed on them. But getting back to your question, uh, even then, we found that people were reticent to put a headphone on that somebody else had worn. Um, but certainly, the ability to literally at the point of purchase without adding a whole bunch of hardware. Uh, and that's why I love, you know, the shelf talker concept, because uh, you will go into stores today and you'll see kind of pre-COVID displays that number one have touch panels. Uh, consumers are not touching as much as they used to anymore. That's, that's not the interface of choice. Uh, so clearly voice has the potential to be able to serve as that interface, to be able to get the information. But more to the point, you saw that we can put this technology into something as discreet as a card. You saw that it didn't have to be uh, 
paired with Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. These are all things that are important in the real world of retail, where you need to be able to ship a display. It needs to be unboxed. It needs to be working out of the box. And most importantly, shelf space is so valuable. So you don't want something that takes up shelf space from product. And we think that that we're uh, at least uh, appointing uh, the industry in a particular direction where in your example of picking the right shampoo, is it because you have split hair, split ends or dry hair or whatever, and you're just overwhelmed by choices that we can start what's considered conversational commerce, where you can then engage uh, and get answers to the most frequently asked questions. And yes, maybe at the end of that conversation, there's a QR code. Uh, put Putting a QR code before the conversational commerce is a little bit of a challenge. But once you engage somebody in uh, a, a communication, then you can easily move to their smartphone or you can move to other platforms. But it's uh, it's really, an, uh, as, as we all know, it's like, hey there, and you look around and uh, uh, the, the conversation begins. So we feel uh, that in modern retail, whether it's on a shelf talker, whether it's an end cap, whether it's even on the shopping cart that you move along as a, as a welcomer to the store, there are many opportunities for something that's discreet, uh, application-specific, potentially sponsored by the brand uh, to uh, move consumers along the path to purchase. Yeah, and research has also shown that uh, you know 60% of choices are made directly in the stores. And then to be able to engage the customers and majority of the time, as you say, there's a lot of options. So you, if you can give that information very quickly, it's easier for them to say, oh, okay, that's what I wanted and they will purchase it. However, if every brand is going to use this point of sale voice approach, it can become pretty crowded, loud and disturbing. So how to approach this? Well, I mean, I think that uh, all of us in the voice community, you know, we're still at the beginning of the curve. Um, so while it's wonderful to uh, consider when there will be a concophony of uh, voices and, <laughs> and uh, it, we're, we're still a way away from there. But, but part of uh, our approach is to make the audio um, as specific to uh, the product or the item as possible. And so uh, therefore, it um, it almost uh, becomes uh, discreet in that regard, and that's a wonderful segue to maybe the the direction to be taken is where packaging uh, has this kind of interaction, so that it's not simply something that works on the shelf, but when you take the product home, it is something that makes sure that you discover all of the um, uh, uh, the features of a new purchase. Make sure that you use it properly so forth and so on yeah and, and, and talking about bringing the product home that's like post-purchase and me my personally i've always been fond of watching product installation on youtube rather than reading the instruction sheets which is a lot of text i don't know where to start i, I even say that ikea is not easy enough for me so again what i love about your product as you're explaining it is that brands can send a voice brochure in their box uh, as the product to thank them for the purchase and the voice can explain to them how they can use the product. Can you give us some few creative examples how your clients have used this technique? 
Well, you know, Jasmine, you love anecdotes and, and, and uh, we all do. And um, when I started this company, uh, there was one brand out there that really understood what sonic branding is. And I know that that's the subject that you've, uh, you've uh, uh, dealt with in your uh, podcasts and your writings. Um, and that was Intel, uh, because Intel had a product that you couldn't see with your naked eye. It was a chip. It was the, the, the power behind. So first they came up with this concept of powered by Intel. And then they came up with this wonderful sonic boom, uh, bong they used to call it. So the one brand that I said to myself, I have to do business with is Intel. And sure enough, one quiet Tuesday, the phone rang and there was a crusty old uh, engineer from Intel. I almost pictured him with a cowboy hat on. And he said to me, we're quite along in the development of a very small computer, the size of really a hockey puck. Uh, and it's for uh, kiosks and gamers and stuff like that. And he said, they made us strip everything out of it. And I said to them, are you telling me we can't even have the, 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 the sound of the uh, sonic uh, gong? And they said, well, maybe you can build that into the packaging. So um, here's, here's the box that we designed for them. And when you open it... And that's the approach that we got in the wow. unboxing community. And uh, I don't know whether we have license to show it, but if you Google uh, unboxing of the Nuke, the new unit of computing, you will see these very professional guys who do the unboxing and they're used to talking about how many megabytes and uh, hard drives and to the T and in every language, uh, when they open it up, their eyes widen and they go, wow, this is really cool. And, and so it's not an example uh, in terms of conveying information, uh, but certainly you could extrapolate that a similar experience could happen where that sonic sound was then followed up by the types of frequently asked questions. But what it does represent is um, the, the, the ability when you have a brand and you have a purchase to begin that experience with delight and to know that the brand cares about how you interact with that product. And I think as important as anything that a brand can say uh, is the fact that they want to not only speak, but and give their brand a voice, but they want to listen to and they want to give the consumer and their user a voice as well. And so that I think is, uh, you know, the, you got me on hello type of thing. That's that kind of um, joyful, delightful um, uh, first impression that you want to have when you do after sale engagement. Yeah, I mean, brands talk about what's your voice, of brand, your brand's voice, right? And then one thing is the copy, the text. But again, it's also the, the voice that comes out in a voice device like this. For example, when you're walking into to, to a store, I love uh, Espresso, no, Nespresso, sorry, where you know the, the staff are very welcoming and you know the way they treat you, if they can capture that into the voice device, then you get the entire brand experience with the product. But now I want to know then, when you're developing a technology piece for a client, how do you start the process to make sure that whatever you're going to design is going to be something that's going to be useful and valued and on brand? 
So uh, what I like to do, especially in designing something for our newest technology, the Connect, where uh, people and brands can be overwhelmed with designing voice flow. And again, that's something that your community is well aware of. Uh, and I say to them, look, you've probably been involved with projects where you've designed brochures and print and you have to work on the copy. Uh, and you might even have been involved with creating a video uh, and you dealt with videographers. And in the normal course of events, some of us never create our own videos and some of us never create our own brochures, but we all speak, we all communicate. So sit back and just lower the, uh, the, the, the uh, bar and say, you want to have a conversation with your client, with your prospect, what typically are the three most important things that your clients and your prospects ask? And what are the three most important things that you want to convey to that client? And I think, and uh, I'd love to hear from your conversational designers uh, who, who uh, uh, listen to your uh, podcast, but, but I think ultimately that's how you begin a conversation. And it goes, uh, it translates very nicely into, um, into uh, the card. So for instance, you know, the, um, the auto industry is by being taken by storm by voice interaction because the car is a perfect place for uh, uh, being able to interact in a hands-free type of manner, and it's a closed environment, and you have time on your hands. Uh, but we're talking to the car companies, uh, because how do you get prospects, people who are coming out of their lease or are thinking of buying a new car to uh, discover that uh, magic. And so what is the conversation that you create to do that? What is the conversation that you create with a new uh, car purchaser? So you get home, those of us who live uh, in a home, we want to figure out how do you open up the garage door? How do you pair the, the car with the garage door? How do you set the seats so that it remembers your posture and your wife's posture? So there's that whole host of things that, again, are buried in the manual, but with a little bit of voice help can tell you. What are the adventure and the green programs that your car brand makes available to you? What about warranty and stuff like that? So it becomes, uh, you almost can start with a call like this, take a few notes, and after half an hour, you can go ahead and put down the flow of what uh, should be inside of the card. And in the in the process, you really learn about a lot about the brand. And I think the brand learns a little bit about their own brand in terms of what are the key elements that they want to convey and that their customers want to learn about. Mm -hmm.